0: The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome back. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith. Here to help. Indeed, indeed. Welcome back. Uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yes, indeed. Uh, that is the number to get in on, on the conversation. If you have a home improvement question, maybe you're looking to do a project around the house, you just don't know where to get started. Uh, if it's something about the roof to the foundation and everything in between, all on topic, we'd love to, love to talk to you. Uh, today about any of those things uh, again 210 599 is the number to get in on the conversation uh, this hour we will uh, talk in between calls uh, about some some bad DIY habits that you need to stop doing <laughs> uh, I found this article interesting uh, and and uh, just just the title itself but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some some bad DIY habits that you need to stop doing if you're a DIYer out there and Uh, I think you'll find it interesting, and we're going to talk about that as the show progresses in the second hour today. Um, Right now, though, and and I'm kind of putting Jim on the spot because we haven't talked about this before going on air, but every year about this time, because of uh, his background in the A.C. and heating business, I asked Jim to kind of go over some things uh, regarding uh, getting your heating system ready for for the cold weather that we have now. Uh, I I can't even say it's coming. We've we've got it. It's here. And uh some things to make your system safer, uh run more efficiently and and just uh you know, not leave you without a, a heating system whenever you need it the most. So Jim, do you mind talking a little bit about that this morning?
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Well, first thing of course is have it get it maintained. Get a maintenance inspection on it it is a mechanical device folks you wouldn't drive your car for a year without servicing it don't run your heater for a year without servicing it um... definitely get it serviced some things you can do on your own remember that when you're running in the heating mode the air conditioner is 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 typically not um... producing any condensate so your drain line can run dry um... once a month when you change your filter or however often you change your filter pour a cup of vinegar followed by a cup of water through the drain line. This will ensure that when you do turn it on for cooling if we get a good hot day in the middle of winter that you're not going to have a drain leak. Um, that, that, that's something that has just been the the first heat wave or typically if we have a hot day in, in the middle of winter we get the the industry gets so many leaking AC leak calls where the drain lines are leaking and that's primarily due to where the trap has gone dry. Um, the water has evaporated out of the trap, uh, forms a suction on the drain line, and the water cannot drain out. So you get that leak. Um, filters. Filters, 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 filters. Make sure you keep a clean filter on that system. A dirty filter in air conditioning mode can cause the unit to freeze up, definitely restrict airflow. It can cause issues. In the heating mode, it becomes a major safety issue. If there's not enough air moving across that heat, that heat builds up inside the unit. You could have some serious problems, cause some serious damage, cause a fire. Uh, a dirty filter on a, on a gas furnace can cause a fire. Um, but primarily, get it serviced. Have them go through it, do a full maintenance inspection on it. And if they recommend even the slightest work be done on it, go ahead and get it done now. So that you're not sitting there in the middle of the cold without heat, waiting on them to get there.
0: I can't even imagine how backed up and behind heating and AC companies were in February uh, this past February, because everybody was calling them at one time, and and it, it had to be a nightmare. Uh, you know, especially if you're there waiting for them to come out and fix your system. So uh, preparedness is key when it when it comes to you know, having your system working for you and on your side all through the winter months. Is there anything in particular, Jim, that you need to look for or be aware of or, or maintain differently on a gas furnace?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to make sure that the, the fresh air intake for that furnace is open and free and flowing. Uh, some units will use a, uh, older units we use a louver in the door of the furnace closet, that allows it to receive fresh combustion air. Um, newer systems, uh, new and in, newer installed systems are installed in such a way that the fresh air combustion air comes down through a tube that is inserted through the ceiling of the closet and goes up into the attic. You want to make sure that there's no blown insulation over the top of that tube. You want to make sure that's good and clean and that you have that coming down. You also, paramount, want to make sure that there is a smoke detector and a carbon monoxide detector in close proximity to that unit. Carbon monoxide, folks, it is a silent, deadly killer. If you can imagine carbon monoxide at 200 parts per million, in other words, 200 carbon monoxide molecules versus 1 million fresh air molecules is deadly. So carbon monoxide is nothing to play with. That's right,
0: and 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 Jim and I uh, both know uh, a family who lost people because of this. Yes, uh, absolutely. And and it's a horrible thing, and it's and it's and it's entirely preventable. But you have to take preventative action to do that, and you have to be prepared. And and the two things that are key is reiterating what Jim said you have to maintain your system properly and and it has to run properly and two you have to have a carbon monoxide detector in your home not only near the the gas furnace but in your bedroom and uh all your bedrooms and uh and just just keep keep your family safe by doing that and and these are certainly uh and some things that you want to do
1: and be extremely careful when you purchase a carbon monoxide detector a lot of the ones that are on the market now that are the lower-cost carbon monoxide detectors, they don't even detect the carbon monoxide until it hits 200 parts per million.
0: Yeah, and, and as as already stated, that that's when it starts getting too late. So
1: You want to make sure that that carbon monoxide detector detects at 50 parts per million or less because 50 parts per million can cause dry mouth headache dizziness fatigue folks that's at 50 parts per million so you want to make sure that that carbon monoxide detector will detect 50 parts per million
0: all right some great great safety tips uh for for going into the winter season for your heating and air conditioning system uh focusing on heat this time of year so whether you have an electric or you have a gas furnace be sure to get that checked out, get Mark, it maintained, now I, and, and we, of course, recommend that you call our friends over at Champion AC to do that for you.
1: I want to throw one more thing out there. I actually had a horror story where someone called me and told me that they had, had an AC man. They didn't say company. They had an AC man come out to their home, told them that they had a bad high-limit safety on their furnace told him he was going to bypass it until he could get the new part in. Oh. Folks, do not oh. do that. Do not let a serviceman do that. I understand that it's cold. I understand that you need your heat. But you never, ever, ever ask or allow any serviceman or supposed serviceman to bypass a safety. Never. Never. Any not for, licensed not, not for any reason. Any licensed technician will never bypass it. To the point that if we detect carbon monoxide in a system, most licensed, reputable companies will red-tag the gas valve on that furnace. So that anybody that walks up to that furnace sees that red-tag before they even turn the gas on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's that's good advice. Be sure, uh, one last thing, be sure whomever you have working on your system is, is licensed, is licensed is licensed, is is not a jack-of-all-trades that says they can do some AC work. This is not the time to play with that. Let's get back to those phone lines, 210-599-5555. I have to turn it up to 11 because my hearing's shot, and and 11 for me now is more like uh, yeah, 8, I think. Uh, probably because I turned it up to 11 back whenever I was a younger man. Uh, 210-599-5555, let's get to it. Michael, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show.
2: Hey, um, I just caught a portion of your show. I was uh, about and about, and I heard about you talk about carbon mon- monoxide poisoning. I had to call in. I actually nearly died from carbon monoxide poisoning, and I live about an hour west of San Antonio. Wow. So it's, it's no joke. It's no joke. And where, what my situation was, it wasn't a heating and air conditioning system, but it was a house we bought, uh, and it came with a, uh, a gas stove. And the stove was getting older and it, it didn't, it was, uh, got to where it wasn't burning properly and it wasn't dented properly. And I would go cook dinner and, uh, right at, I mean, just even during dinner or whatever, um, I would just get violently sick. I mean, I got to just like loss of energy, headache, um, you know, just, just nausea, severe nausea. So anyway, long story short, uh, I didn't put two and two together. Uh, it happened a couple times, so I went to the doctor. Here's the deal. Don't assume the doctors are going to pick up on carbon monoxide poisoning right away, uh, because they won't. I, I went to specialists. I got about every part of my body checked out, and they were, like, looking for rare. And then I went to somebody that went even a doctor he said, it sounds like carbon monoxide poisoning. But I got tested, and the stove was leaking carbon monoxide.
0: So, so essentially, essentially, make- Michael, every time you were going into your house, you were poisoning yourself.
2: Yes, exactly, and it got to a point, this went on for about three and a half weeks, I'm surprised I didn't die. You're very, honest, very, very
0: lucky, very lucky. Y-
2: yeah, no, but it was such a short window that I was cooking, and I kept telling the doctors, I said, look, it's just in the evening when I'm cooking, and they did not put it together, but just don't assume that, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to go to the medical, per- they're going to figure it out. They're not always looking for outside poisoning, but make- my. I guess my takeaway is, don't think carbon monoxide poisoning is like a northern climate kind of. It can happen anywhere. And the other thing is, if you have a gas stove, make sure it's vented. It's got to be vented. And I even called the propane company, and they said no, they doesn't need to be vented. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just. But yeah, no, it's yeah, carbon, you know,
0: carbon, it, yeah it it is wet. not. And and like I like I said earlier, Jim and I know a family who who lost two people in in a carbon monoxide uh, camping um, incident and uh and and it's horrible and it's preventable and the way that you you best can prevent it is by maintaining your gas using appliances and having carbon monoxide detectors in your home that are regularly checked and batteries are regularly replaced on well but you also
2: we didn't i was going to say we didn't have uh carbon monoxide detectors but uh, right after that happened, we certainly got them in every part of I
0: bet home. you do now. I bet you do but now. You well, also listen, man, to... I'm, glad, I'm glad you survived it, and, and, and thanks for sharing your story, Michael, and we appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you so much. But
2: just a warning because we're getting into the colder season, but thank you, guys. Right. Absolutely. But thanks for
1: that. You also have to keep in, keep in mind that the doctors that were checking on Michael and all of that. Carbon monoxide and moderate poisoning, which is what he was experiencing, it, it wasn't mild, but it wasn't severe. He wasn't passing out from it. Right, carbon monoxide in moderate uh, poisoning uh, instances, your body will metabolize that carbon monoxide out of your system within uh, hours, a couple of hours. So when he did well, go to the you doctor, remove, once you remove
0: yourself from the situation, right. yeah.
1: So when, when when he did go to the doctor, there was no carbon monoxide in his. There was no high levels of carbon monoxide in his blood work for them to detect. Right, right. You know, it's not that they weren't testing for it. It His body had already metabolized it. So that's one thing you have to keep in mind. A lot of folks, if you do experience mild to moderate carbon monoxide symptoms, get outside. Get in the fresh air. You will immediately begin to feel better. Immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, it's a great call. Thanks, Michael, again for uh, for sharing that story, and uh, glad you're okay, but it's it's nothing to play with. Let's get uh, to another caller, uh, 210-599-5555, 599 5555 as we go to Eaton. Eaton, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hello, Eaton. Are you there? You still have him, Don, no, or, or does he have his radio up? Hey there, Eaton. Are you there? Okay, yeah. Let's put him on hold for a second. We'll get back to him. Um, but yeah, as we're as we're uh, talking about these things, these these are these are things that really and truly we're, we're not just talking about to talk about them because it's a topic. We're talking about them because it can actually save your life. Um, these are things that you know, just like and 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 next week on the show we'll likely be talking about. Um, you know, it's a little early for it, but we'll be talking about you know holiday safety. That's actually not too early for it. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be talking about holiday safety on a, on a on an upcoming show here in the next week or two and and talking about, you know, Christmas tree safety and cooking safety around the kitchen and things like that. These are things that really and truly can save your life and and uh, and, and, and are important to to heed. Uh, we definitely want to do that. And uh, the phone lines are open and uh, getting full. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555 as we go to Kathy, Kathy, good morning. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Well, talking about the carbon monoxide poisoning, my heating system, everything is up in the attic, uh, like the crawl space over the top of my house. Yes, ma'am. So, is that as much of a concern? Uh, I mean, even if I put an alarm up there, there's fresh air that comes through, you know, the gable ends of the house. I don't know that carbon monoxide would build up up there.
1: Uh, Jim, I'm going to let you tackle this one. No, ma'am, but the carbon monoxide will build up in the home if the heating system is circulating it. So you want carbon monoxide detectors in the – I said, no, ma'am. The carbon monoxide may not build up as much in the attic. However, you still want carbon monoxide detectors in the home because that's two separate air levels – and your furnace, if it's leaking carbon monoxide into the supply air, then it could, leak, it, could it could be dumping that carbon monoxide into the home. So you I want see, carbon so. monoxide detectors in the home.
3: I see. Okay. Well, that answers that then. Thank okay. you.
0: Okay. Thank you, Kathy. We appreciate you calling this morning. Anthony, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show.
4: Good morning, sir. i got two different issues. One, I'd like to find out through you guys, if you know of anybody in San Antonio that's licensed train dealer that will do an install to the customer specification. I've had eight uh, estimates done in my home. I have a Pacific train unit that I want to install. It's known as the 97% condensating heating system with a heat pump. Not a single one of the estimates would give me an estimate. They kept selling me stuff I didn't want or writing up stuff I didn't want. I don't want the computerized thermostat that ties the systems together and makes them dependent on each other. I had the model numbers and everything, and every estimate came out from between 12,000 and 26,000 for basically the same stuff I don't want and none of them would give me what I do want. I have a solid metal roof to put on by Southwest metal, uh, Roofing. There's not a single penetration in that metal roof. Basically, it's leakless.
1: You okay. cannot... Well, you, you just know this. You cannot put a 97% efficient gas furnace in without a roof penetration.
4: Oh, they come in concentric vents, and they go out the side of the
1: eave. And by code in San Antonio that I'm concentric vent material. if they, well okay well most, most 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 companies will still do by code that the end of that concentric vent must be 6 feet above the gable of the home okay so they would have to come out of the eave and turn it 90 degrees or 180 degrees and take it up past the, the side of the home then okay, why that's...
4: Water heater, uh, demand water heater, use the same 90% system, just use a standard vent six inches out of the side of the wall of the
1: house. Two very different systems. Two very so different systems, heaters. absolutely. I understand, but, both but also...
4: running the same process. Well, but here's... also the same thing.
0: Let me jump in for a second, Jim. Here's the, here's the thing, Anthony, is a good, reputable heating and air conditioning company is not going to put their name or their or their technician on something... That they do not believe is going to function properly or that they cannot back up with their warranties and and i 'm talking a good reputable company i 'm not talking about a, a chuck in the truck or somebody that'll go out and do any kind of work for anybody and and If you have eight different companies that are telling you that it shouldn 't be done like this or or there 's a better way to do it, I, I would listen to at least one or two of them uh, that 's okay. just my that 's my opinion i let I let the professionals do what they do best. And regardless of what I think, I still am open-minded enough to listen to what somebody who has a great reputation, comes highly recommended, what they're going to say to me.
1: And you have to keep in mind that with what you're talking about is called a dual-fuel system. It's going to use a gas furnace and a heat pump. That's called a dual-fuel system. I personally in 30 years of doing this, have never seen a dual-fuel system that would operate without digital controls. It must have digital controls to change back and forth. The very first dual-fuel I ever saw, I take that back, did not have digital controls. But there was a 4 by 4 sheet of plywood mounted in the attic that was completely covered with manual relays to control that system and then the advent of technology and digital systems came out which made it to where the system could be controlled digitally I've never that I know of and if if, you can look at train and you can see the different pieces of equipment that they offer but to make that equipment work together you must have a digital controller I have
4: a house in South Dakota that has a system in it I want and it functions fine
1: with a necessary And and how old is that system sir Five years old. Wow, um, and it's a dual fuel heat pump. It uses gas heat it, and it uses, it uses
4: uh, oil and a heat pump.
1: Okay, hmm. well then the digital con- then the digital system then the, then the digital controls are in the furnace. Oh, you, you've got them. You've got, uh, got, got them.
4: They're in the, uh, the thermostat is a conventional thermostat. It when it commands for heat, it runs the heat pump. If it sees that the heat pump isn't compensating, it fires up the uh, gas furnace. The same way it does emergency electrical heating on a
1: heat pump that uses electrical heat. Uh, yes, sir, and that's and that's and that's digitally controlled. What is it that they're trying to sell you? By by, not a train thermostat.
4: That means if that Nest thermostat dies, I just go get another Nest thermostat. The thermostat. What brand? What brand is
1: it? What br- What brand is the system you have up north? Train. It is train. It is train. Then train, s- makes then, it. You've got, train then, makes then you've got. Then you've got for South
4: Texas, and uh, it's ninety-seven percent. But they said it's an overkill of heat. It's only
1: that the heat it pump is. can't sustain. Yes, sir. But now, what you had up, what you apparently had in North Dakota, is you had a contractor. That did some did some that changed some wiring in the train unit because a train system is designed to work with a train controller to make Correct. that system to make that system work with another controller
0: hey, hey, jim jim listen here 's the thing uh anthony you you clearly have an idea of what you want you've got your mind set on it. I hope you find somebody to do it, but understand that if they don 't it 's because they 're protecting their own reputation. We appreciate you calling today anthony thanks right, for for, uh, for being a part of the issue. show. Uh, hey, let's. Uh, no, we've we got to move on to the next caller. Sandra, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show.
3: Good morning. I wanted to add to the uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, another hazard is how quickly it works. Um, I, was, I had carbon monoxide poisoning in my car, and within less than two minutes, I was unconscious and hit a grove of trees. Wow. I knew it was carbon monoxide because I had experienced it decades before. Excuse me. Hold on. <clears throat> and uh, so when I got to the hospital, I insisted that they do a test for it. It's a um, it's a uh, arterial draw, and so they had to have the pickline nurse come in and do that arterial draw, and it confirmed that I had carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, several hours later, uh, probably at three percent, but I mean that this heaviness comes over you so quickly that you you really can't do anything yeah
0: I mean, yeah it just, yeah.
3: It just, it just it overcomes you as I said within two minutes
0: well it it is it is uh something that is uh silent uh it's undetectable without the proper equipment, and it can hit you as you just as as you just recounted it it can hit you very quickly and without warning, and the thing about going to the doctor. Um, and like the the previous caller earlier had talked about, he was hours and hours after his exposure. In fact, I would dare say it was probably a day or two after the exposure. So even if they had tested him, chances are good it would not have shown up in his blood. Thank God it did in yours and, and it was caught.
3: Yes, but you're right. They do have to do it, um, I would say, within hours.
0: Yes, certainly I within hours. I still yes, had
3: a three percent level, which was considered carbon monoxide poisoning. But I went to the ER, and I yeah. told them what I thought it was.
0: Well, and and you had the wherewithal to to know what some of those symptoms would be, and to be able to describe it properly to the doctor, and that may have saved your life. And and uh, thank thankfully again, a horrible situation that happened to you, but it has a happy ending, and so many don't
3: went past the wisdom, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. What you guys do.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. we appreciate you doing that, too. Hi. Uh-huh. Right. Well, thanks for calling, Sandra. We appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. Well, Lo- I listen lots...
3: regularly. Well... I you've had one of your oh, reps come out and do a bid on our front windows.
0: Well, good, good. Well, we hope we hope you become a customer and not just a listener. We'd love that.
3: <laughs> you bet.
0: Thanks a lot. All right, Sandra. Oh! Welcome back, everybody! It is the KTSa Home Improvement Show on EM five fifty KTSa FM
1: 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith right over there, and we are here to help. Martin, yes, What I... has made you so nostalgic today?
0: Y you, you know, I just it just sounded like a cool uh, cool little running theme today. So I, uh, <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what it is. I, I really don't. I don't. So, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's a subliminal, subconscious thing. That uh, that I don't even I don't even realize I'll, I'll be watching something and a and a uh, a song will pop up on a commercial or maybe on a you know series that I'm watching or something and it just triggers something and that's that's funny that's how music is it it, it brings back a memory and, and you don't even know why and it will put puts put you right back there.
1: Sure. Well, there you go when you're saying that subliminal stuff and all that. There you go with them $2 words again. Yeah. Stick to the 50-cent words, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. Hey, let's get to uh, the phone lines. Dennis, good morning.
0: Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Dennis the Menace here. How you uh, doing, Dennis?
2: Well, I'm doing pretty good there. Uh, good morning to both of you guys. We have a radio uh, in our kitchen, which we were listening to your, uh, your program, and it uh, has a loud humming sound. And it so happens my wife went to turn turn on the overhead kitchen light and it went away. She turned it. Uh, she turned the light off and it was back again.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, it is. U- usually, if the light's off, the hum won't be there. And when you turn the light on, the hum will come on. It's it's a grounding issue, is what it is. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a grounding issue, uh, Jim. And would you plugs. concur with that?
1: And, and the plugs. Uh, yeah, right. it's absolutely uh, well. Somewhere, yeah. in yeah. Some, somewhere
0: in the house. Somewhere in the house, it'd be difficult for me to tell you exactly where, but that's typically what it is: is is a grounding issue. And and uh, uh, there, in in music, back whenever I was playing in bands and we'd, we'd go out and do shows, you'd plug your amp into a, into a certain outlet, and and you'd get this hum through the system. Yeah. And yeah. and there were there were actually ground lifters that you could buy and plug into that would. That would help alleviate that for the most part, uh, but but in your case, it's just it's ground
1: somewhere that's 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 lifted. Well, I can I can tell you the reason that it's, when you turn on the kitchen light, it goes away. Um, your kitchen light is it fluorescent? Uh, no. It is not. What's happening no, is the, is sixty bulbs. Right. What's happening is when you turn that on, the light bulb that grounded electricity is now going through the light bulb. So it's not going oh. through the plug that's plugged into your radio. Okay,
3: that so you, or that your radio open. is
1: plugged into. Yeah. So it's it's still a grounding issue. It's feedback through the ground or feedback through the neutral. Um, you could have a, a neutral pigtail that's come loose. Um, it's feedback okay. through one of them. The best thing to do, the only way to find it, is going to be to contact a, a, an electrician. Okay. All righty, guys. Thanks a lot. Sure appreciate it. Have a nice hey, weekend, Dennis. You
0: too. Have a great weekend. Let's get one more in here before we get out. Henry, good morning. Welcome to the show.
4: Uh, good morning. Can you? I want to buy an electric space heater. Can you tell me a good
1: brand and where I can buy one?
0: Well, you can you can buy electric space heaters at just about any big box store or hardware store that that you'd go to. Um, as far as a good brand, mm-hmm. uh, Jim, do you have any brands of space heaters that you would recommend?
1: Uh, not right off hand. I mean, I Jeannie and I. One. Well, Jeannie and I use electric space heaters uh, for the our dog kennels. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually typically wind up buying the lowest cost one that we can find, simply because we're gonna go through them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing you have to keep in mind with electric space heater. Um, if you buy one that costs, you know, uh, let's just use X, buy a fifty-dollar electric space heater. Um it's basically got the same element in it as the $20 electric space heater uh-huh. with the same element life.
0: Now, is this going to be for a big room or for a for a smaller room?
1: It's for a small living room. Okay. Um
0: there there are several and and I'm just I'm going on and I'm looking at some some different uh, rating sites and and here's a couple to to look at. Uh Honeywell has a digital ceramic tower heater. Uh it's 1500 watts. Uh-huh. Um that's a good one. Uh, Delonghi has one that they make. Uh, there's a lasco I, I would go if you can find a Honeywell. That's that's a brand we know and trust. I mean, okay. and Honeywell's make a, sure,
1: make sure that whatever heater you purchase has a tip safety, a tip feature. Okay. Absolutely, what yes. I,
4: where can I try for the Honeywell?
1: Uh, uh,
0: Home I, Depot. Lowe's. I, I would bet that Home Depot has it. Yeah, I would bet that Home Depot has it. And and. Uh, uh Lasco Lasco's one you're going to find in a lot of places uh also not a bad brand Lasco is a very well-known brand it's been around a long time you can get those on Amazon you can get them at Ace you can get them at Sam's Club uh you find them just about anywhere
4: Those are good good electric heaters huh
0: uh, Correct yes sir
4: Sir thank you very much for the help because it's getting cold now
0: Well <laughs> oh, uh, you're sure welcome and and uh, stay warm my friend thanks henry appreciate you calling this morning Okay, hey, listen, during the week, uh, if you want to get a hold of Jim or myself, always the best way, dropping us a, an email. And Jim's email is JSmith at windowworldtx.com. And mine is M Bamba, that's Bomba, that's B O M B A, at windowworldtx.com. M Bomba at windowworldtx.com. Hey, coming up uh, after the show today, uh, about 11.05, 05, we've got Louis Sirianni, our buddy, coming in to talk all things automotive. If you've got those questions lined up, he'll be ready to answer them for you later on this afternoon, all things real estate with Mike and Holly Hermes. But that's our time for the day. Uh, Thanks to Don Cooper Stevens for all of his great music today and screening the calls and making this show click. We appreciate you, brother. And uh, we will see you next week right here, same time, same place, on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.